What's your mission in life? Are you willing to share it? Are you willing to also sacrifice everything to make it happen? Well, I'm truly excited because I finally have my mission for 2020 and beyond. And in this episode, I want to share it with you as well as why it's so important to have a purpose or a mission to guide you in everything you do. So let's just dive in. Hey, I'm Natalie Sisson, a Kiwi, best-selling author, speaker, podcaster, vlogger, and business coach dedicated to helping you tap into your potential and get paid to be you. This is episode 56, and it seems really appropriate for me to drop in in a solo episode because I've been doing a lot of work and thinking and reflecting and pontificating and really wanting to get to the heart of my new mission. If you've known me for many, 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 many years, well, one, I'm sorry about that. And two, thank you for still listening in and tuning in and being part of my community because honestly, I love my community. That said, can I just say a little thing? I checked iTunes the other day because I'm going on quite a lot of people's podcasts right now, and I'll share more about that in this episode. And I was looking at reviews for these podcasts just to get a sense of a feel for who's listening and what they like about it. And then I went to check on mine, and it has zero reviews on iTunes for the last two years, uh, which I'm not sure if that's because I changed the RSS feed and the name of it, etc. But if you were listening to this and you've been listening for years or maybe months, and you're like, damn, I need to leave Natalie a review. Can you please do me a favor right now and make me less lonely and sad and leave a five-star review on iTunes? It does actually make a huge difference in terms of the algorithm and search, but the fact that mine doesn't appear to have had them updated since 2017 is probably not helping me out and helping me to get this podcast out to lots and lots of people. So even though it's been growing and growing and growing, which is amazing, and thank you for listening in and sharing it, a little review would go a long way. Okay, so over to when you might have known me from the suitcase entrepreneur days or even when I was sort of on my right to freedom streak. It's always been about freedom, let's be honest. I had a mission on the Suitcase Entrepreneur and in my book and and all the places that I could share it and in my painted picture, which is now my life canvas. And it was to help a million entrepreneurs create freedom in business and adventure in life. And if you've read my Suitcase Entrepreneur book, that's the tagline, create freedom in business and adventure in life. Now, I never figured that I would individually be able to impact a million people, you know, one-on-one. But I knew at the time there was definitely a way to be able to create a ripple effect even if it started with a hundred or a thousand or more. And at the time I was like, well, hang on a minute. How have I sort of come to this number of a million and is it possible? And I thought it really was because I had around 40,000 downloads of my podcast at the time per month. I was having lots and lots of people, like thousands of people watch my videos over the space of a month. I had 27,000 people on my email list. I had really great traffic to my blog website. I had my suitcase entrepreneur book out and I knew that that had sold tens of thousands of copies and people were sharing my work. I was speaking on stage. So all of these things cumulatively in my head, I reckoned I was reaching around sort of a hundred thousand people through my social media sites as well. And that felt really good because then I was like, you know, if one person tells 
another few people and those few people tell another few people you just never know so the downloads and the numbers and the subscribers don't actually mean that much because it's who's talking about you that you don't even know about who isn't currently subscribed but does actually follow your work so that's kind of how I got to that amount and it seemed big and scary and ridiculous but at the same time it really drove me to really show up and help people do that through everything I did so my products my courses my workshops my retreats were all about that And then, as you know, I have, since coming back to New Zealand and settling in a little bit and creating everything under my own personal name and brand and going on that journey, I haven't had a clear mission for quite a few years. And I wouldn't say it's been bothering me because I've been on this journey to understand who I want to serve, how I want to show up and who I want to impact. But the time is nigh, the time is nigh, my friend, to have a mission to take me forth into this new decade. And I have been working through a great book called Essentialism by Greg McCohen, and I will link to that in the show notes. And you can always find any of my shows, any of my podcasts in the notes and the links at nataliesisson.com forward slash podcast. And it's a great book, actually, and that it talks about essentialists understanding exactly what their priorities are and being super clear about that to the point that they cut out everything else that is not serving them. And so when it came to setting this mission, and I'd love to share with you how I came to it, but when it came to setting this mission, the minute I did, I was able to make so many little decisions that had been pending in my mind based off this mission. Suddenly I was able to say, I don't need to do this because that doesn't serve my mission, but I can definitely do this because that does. It put everything into crystal clear vision for me of what was important and what was totally not, what was a fantastic idea that served this mission and what was totally off point and really me just getting excited about lots of things, which let's face it, we all do. So how I came to it, it was I was one reading essentialism and the fact that he was talking about when you get really, really clear on your purpose, on your why, it puts everything else into place and you cut out all the extra crap and you say no to things and you only say yes to the things that are going to serve the purpose that you're working towards, which we know and I know, but it was just great to reread it and why we take on so much and why non-essentialists say yes to everything, think they can do everything, have too many things going on at once, easily distracted. Just like when you read what a non-essentialist does, it definitely reminds me of points of my life last year when I was saying yes to everything, testing everything out, contracting jobs, all sorts of stuff, and just running myself ragged in the process, learning so much about what mattered to me and what didn't. So it was a great learning experience. But imagine going through life like that all the time. And people do. You might even be listening going, oh my God, Nat, that's me. And I have never known any other way. And the one thing in the book that he said that I was like, oh no, I do do this, is I will work right up into the last minute of a meeting or a podcast interview or even a personal meetup in town thinking that if I squeeze one extra minute out, it's going to be that much better for me versus stopping, preparing, getting there early, being all great and on time. So I've been making more of an effort on that before I even was reading this book. But the minute I read that, I was like, yeah, that is such a stupid thing to be doing. It's stressful. The extra few minutes you're squeezing in to get that thing done is completely not necessary and you can pick it up later and also it just makes you look more frazzled less prepared less professional and frankly you feel that way so that was one of the big moments for me is like why am I always trying to squeeze all these things in versus understanding and knowing the exact things I want to be working on 
The other thing that helped me define my mission was I was watching a training session from Hilary Rushford, whose mastermind I'm in this year and really enjoying. And she was talking about getting your brand and mission aligned. And what I really liked is that she doesn't have all the answers. It's great. You know, she's been in business for as many years as me, actually a few less, she's done multiple millions. She's really successful, but I love that she's so honest about, oh, we don't do this very well and we still haven't figured this out and we only just got this done recently. So it's really refreshing to hear because it shows you that nobody has their stuff together that much. And she was talking about how, you know, she could get a sponsor for her podcast and she could do this other thing and she could launch this other thing. She's like, but is it aligned to her mission of helping people do what she wants to help them do? which is around more of this elegant excellence and understanding their personal style. Sorry, Hillary, didn't wrap that one up perfectly, but you get my drift. And I really disliked how she was pointing out, if I was to take that on, that might get me more immediate money, but is it actually destroying my chances in the long term of building this up organically, of promoting my own products, of doing these other things? And I just really liked that in Essentialism and also in what Hillary is saying, and she's a big fan of Essentialism, the book, is that every single time you say yes to something or you choose to make a decision around something that doesn't serve your purpose perfectly for short-term profits or gain, you are actually making a trade-off for your long-term benefits. So every single time you accept something, you're making a trade-off. And if you want to stay true to your mission, to your purpose, to your why, you will have to make these trade-offs. It sometimes will seem like you're giving up the best opportunity in the world, but if it doesn't serve the mission or the purpose that you're on, then you 100% need to make that choice and make the right one. So as I'm watching her training session, I'm cycling on my indoor bike because I like to get exercise in, especially when I'm learning. It's kind of like, especially when you're just low-key sitting on a bike to get your training miles in for my charity ride coming up. And the whiteboard was right to my left. So I can see it because I'm sitting in the barn right now where we have great Wi-Fi and more on that zone. And I could actually touch the whiteboard because it was easily within reach. I could pick up a whiteboard pen and I started writing my mission. I was literally so excited as I was listening to Hillary and she was clarifying a few things for herself. And I'm on this bike and I'm like, woohoo, inspiration right now. And I had kind of come up with this mission a few months ago after my half Ironman, my quarter Ironman. And I was talking through with Josh that I really wanted to have a tangible reason and outcome for the people that I was serving. And it just came straight back out of me on the whiteboard. And here it is. I know you've been waiting all this time to hear it. I'm sure you are hopefully still with me. So the mission for Natalie Sisson for 2020 and beyond is to help 1,000 women make $10,000 a month and contribute at least 1% of that to a cause that is dear to their heart, and preferably a cause that furthers the empowerment of young girls and women. So there it is. So why is this exciting to me and big to me, and what may surprise you about it? Well, first off, I am targeting women, and I have never outright publicly announced that I want to help just women. And interestingly, Hillary was talking about the same thing on her session, come to think about it. It was so interesting how aligned a lot of our paths have been. And if I think about it, 85% of my customers, if not a little bit more, are women who have come to my retreats, my workshops, who buy my products, come on my courses, etc. And don't get me wrong, I love men. They're awesome. And I have quite a few customers and people that I've helped over the years, and they're great. But I know that by helping young girls and women in communities, especially developing communities, those women and girls are able to help the entire community grow. 
And I do see this in the Western world as well. Whereas if you empower one woman to lead, she will lead an entire community or an entire team or an entire business to success. And if I can help one woman to do that, then the ripple effect is far greater than anything else I could have imagined. So I want to help women specifically because I also believe they are really awesome at being coachable and when they're given the right advice and the right tools and frameworks to help them, they just grow like crazy and they are malleable and open-minded and nurturing and empowering and they also share what they're learning and doing with others. So as I said, that ripple effect is really important. Why a thousand women? Well, a thousand feels pretty full on right now for me to make 10,000 a month, but I want to start with 10. I want to start with 10 awesome women who put their hand up to say, Natalie, I want to work with you. I'm going to work with you in an intensive mastermind kind of style. I haven't worked out all the details, but it's coming to me like crazy of how I'm going to methodically help you where you're at right now in your work or business to be able to earn 10,000 in income from multiple revenue streams. And I'm leading this up to over the space of 12 months. So by the end of 12 months, you'd be hitting that 10K a month mark. And it may come well before that and it may take longer. Really depends on where you're at. But the point is, is that I want to get at least these 10 women to earning 10K a month. And if I can help them get to 10K a month, it's no doubt that they will be able to share that with other women. And if each of them helps another 10 women, then we're at 100, right? And over time, I would love that to expand to that I'm helping 100 women and then through to 1,000. But again, I'm not feeling that I have to be the one doing that individually. I feel if I can empower the first 10, it's going to create that amazing ripple effect of women helping women. Why 10K a month? It's a pretty big number, especially when you're in your first formative years of business. It took me a long time to get to 10K in mine. 10K is, in my mind, still a lot of money. You could do a lot with 10K. It works out at obviously 120 grand a year, and all the research shows that anything over and above 75,000 doesn't make you happier. But I really like that it provides a pretty decent buffer. If you have a mortgage, it allows you to pay that mortgage. If you have kids and a family, it allows you to amply provide for them. It allows you to invest in your business, and it also, you know, for some people, it's a big stretch goal and it would be amazing to have that income coming in every month and the types of things that you can do with 10,000. Obviously, that's not profit, but in an online business in particular, you can get profit levels of 60, 70, 80%. So depending on how the revenue is made up of that income, there's some lots of room there for savings, investment, and growing your financial freedom. So that's why I chose 10K because it's it's gnarly enough for some people. It's a bit of a stretch for some. For others, it probably seems very unrealistic. And for several, I'm sure, who are listening, but not that many, they're probably there already and beyond, like myself, right? But it's a good enough goal. I really, you know, it's a big goal and consistently hitting that is the key. And more importantly, consistently hitting that with residual revenue streams that are leveraged and ticking over so you don't actually have to trade time for money. So I'm not just talking about business revenue here. I'm talking about revenue from property, from affiliates, from sponsorship, from speaking, from books, from coaching, consulting, teaching, from services, less so, but initially, and also from leveraged income, so selling other people's products and services. So that's basically what I'm thinking of is how can I help 
people monetize themselves, get paid to be them, earn multiple revenue streams that sit really well with them, that are aligned with their business and their philosophy, and do it consistently month after month. And then the final part is really important to me because I currently tithe or give, is another way of putting it, or contribute around 5 to 10% of my income each month to causes that I really like. And I do this through my Freedom Fund, which is set up with the Gift Trust, which is a registered financial company that distribute my money in the Freedom Fund. So I put my money each month into the Freedom Fund and then I have hand-selected charities that mean a lot to me that help the causes that are important to me and that money I can gift at any point to them, like in a lump sum, you know, several thousand dollars, tens of thousands of dollars. And what I'd love to do is have each of these women who work with me to achieve this and work on their own income generation to at least contribute 1% of their earnings per month to either my Freedom Fund, which then we get to distribute as a collective and say, hey, I'd love to to go here or there, or they can choose to do it themselves through Kiva or directly to the charities that they love. But wouldn't it be freaking amazing if these 10 women initially, right, earn 10K a month, and if we get to 1,000 women earning 10K a month, that is $10 dollars collectively per month and if just one percent of that is going to charity that's a hundred thousand dollars a month if ten percent is going to charity that's a million a month so while this dream and this hope and this vision may be three five even ten years away to help the thousand women who knows it could be way sooner especially when i put my mind to stuff but i love just starting even with these 10 women because collectively you'd be earning 100k a month and that means that a thousand or up to $10,000 is going to go to these incredible charities who are empowering young girls, women, sustainability, etc., whatever is dear to your heart to actually benefit as well. And it just feels really great to give and to know that you're contributing to others and giving them a hand up, especially when you needed a hand up probably when you started out and somebody might have given you some money, loaned you some funds, given you a bit of a kickstart so that you could start your business or your side hustle or your freelance career. And I think it's always great to be able to give and pass that on. Cool. So that is the mission to help 1,000 women earn $10,000 a month and give 1% of those earnings to causes that are dear to their heart. And I'm super excited about this. I would love to know what you think about it. So please do come across to nataliesisson.com forward slash podcast, find this episode 55 and leave a comment and also leave a comment with your mission if you have one. I will also link to a vlog that I did on this in my 29 day live video challenge, which shares a little bit more. It was literally the day that I, after I'd come up with the mission. So I'm, it's a short video, but in it, I also just talk about why it can sometimes be really hard to get your mission. You know, like you don't just wake up and go, oh, I've got it. I'm going to, you know, help 5,000 people get clean water in Uganda. You know, it just doesn't usually work like that. I don't know of many people who just come to a great mission that gives them energy and hope and makes them just want to fully focus on making it happen. And it is a process and it comes through knowing yourself. It comes through knowing the people that light you up, that you want to work with more, that you want to help. It comes with understanding your sweet spot, how you can monetize your expertise and also how you can benefit others. So there are some great questions to ask yourself and I will be taking these 10 initial women through this as I sort of build out and flesh out the methodology and the process of understanding how you can build up to 10K a month and what you can then do with that amazing money and how you can make an impact. 
So again, over on this podcast episode, there will be a link to apply. And quite honestly, right now, it's just going to be an awesome conversation. I just want to know more about you. I want to select the 10 right women who are game for this, who have an idea and understanding of how they could do that. And together, we will make it happen. That's it. I'm just excited. But I also want to share that since making that decision, as I said, I was able to cut out extraneous decisions like, oh, I want to start a co-working space in Upper Hutt so that I can work with other entrepreneurs and I can have a really great space to work from that has reliable internet and no cows mooing and dogs barking and chainsaws going and trees being deforested around us, which is happening right now. And it immediately allowed me to say that decision is not on point or going to help me achieve this mission. But having a dedicated office space for myself to work from that's quiet, that's focused, where I can do podcast interviews, where I can do live group coaching, where I can run sessions, where I can coach these awesome women, where I can do the focus work, where I can put out content that is related to this. That is important. The very next day, right after shooting that blog, I looked up listings for commercial properties for rent. I found one that was 20 square meters office space, super awesome and affordable, right in the heart of town, available now, nice and light, perfect for doing my videos, probably needs a bit of soundproofing, but couldn't believe it. And I was like, it's meant to be. So I went to see it this morning and I basically confirmed that I'm taking it as of Tuesday. So that's exciting. I'll officially have my first ever rented office space ever. Because you know me, if you know me well, I've always worked from cafes, from trains, from planes, from home, from pretty much anywhere other than an office. And I'm really excited about putting in my adult girl pants and um, setting up an office and having the space set up just how I want it. My camera can stay out. My podcasting equipment can stay out. It's just going to be awesome. And I can have a few women entrepreneurs coming in to work with me. So that decision was super easy because now I had a mission. I can weigh up all the trade-offs that I need to make in order to make this happen. It instantly focused me in on the Launch Your Damn Course Accelerator, the Write Your Damn Book course, the Launch Your Damn Podcast. All these things are completely on point to me helping women to monetize themselves. And it got me fired up about my retreat happening in Bali in May to hugely focus the content of that retreat, the sessions of that retreat on living your best life having your best business and making an impact. So if you're interested in that, again, come across the show notes for the link or head across to nataliesisson.com forward slash Bali, B-A-L-I. So that is a retreat happening on the 9th to the 13th of May, and it's going to be amazing at Heaven and Bali. Yes, I'm bringing back my retreats. Um, and you may ask, well, how does a retreat for eight individuals work towards this incredible mission. I hope you think it's incredible. Um, that's because I can intensively work with eight people who can then share those learnings, share what they've got out of it, their clarity, their insights, their momentum, and they can start impacting 5, 10, 15, 20, 100 more women just from that. So that's the kind of example of working with people one-on-one -on -one or in small groups where it allows me to have such an impact that they can then go on and increase that impact tenfold. And it's just, it's awesome. Like I know exactly what content I now want to be focusing on, how I want to be showing up, who I want to be interviewing, what I want to be doing. So if that gives you hope that once you have your mission solidified and it doesn't have to be perfect straight off, you can change it down the track. But if it gets you excited, if it gives you purpose, if it makes you jump out of bed in the morning, if it aligns you and your focus towards this end result that you would love to achieve in the near future, whether it's a couple of years, five years, 10 years, then please make it your mission to make 
your mission clear. And then share it with me below this podcast post. Share it with me on Instagram at Natalie Sisson in the DMs. Just share if you have enjoyed this episode and definitely, please, for the love of Nat, leave a review on this episode in particular in iTunes. All right, that's Natalie Sisson. I'm signing out with my new mission. I have things to do. I have places to be. I have people to impact. And thank you so much for listening to the Untapped Podcast. I hope you go out and tap into your potential.